Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the We Know Ball podcast. I'm your host, Jack. I'm here with my co-host, Oscar. Hello, hello, everybody. How are we doing today? And uh, this one's a bit unexpected from even us. I won't lie. Uh, this bonus episode. Essentially, what has happened here is is we had a Sunday recording, which is when we normally record our episodes with with the four of us, the four normal boys. Um, that went not according to plan. Uh, it was about twice as long as they averagely are. Uh, but it wasn't it wasn't in a good way. It wasn't like we were having good conversation. It that was, was a making shitter. it twice as long. Uh, let's be real here. It was a shitter. I sat down. So we record on a Sunday, so I can edit it Monday morning, and it gets out like Monday afternoon, Tuesday morning at the latest. Monday afternoon, I sit down to edit it. I'm like, damn, this is not entertaining. And and my audio also messed up, right? Yeah, there were yeah. there were a variety of issues. Um, we like planned a section in which we had to collectively decide on what team we would make given like certain budgets and whatnot. Uh, and when I listened back to it, we spent 12 minutes going like, oh, Diego Hota. Mm, no. Yeah, yeah, that just a it. lot of silence and pausing because we were doing all the research. Um, but all that to though. say, all that to say, we are here. We are going to record a, a little bonus episode, maybe like a 30-minute, 40-minute little special. Just Oscar and I, just because we want to get something out to you guys this week. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a lot more free-flowing because we did run all of our topics from this week pretty much. Uh, we're just going to have some general discussions about soccer. Very casual, so if you guys are like eating food or anything, just... Put us on in the background. That's the kind of vibe this one's gonna be. Um, yeah. Nice, relaxed. You ready to jump into no it? No pressure. Yeah, I'm good. I actually, oh, did you so, see? Yeah, go ahead. I, I was just gonna start by saying, um, I didn't really get to detail. I well, I, I did detail in our last episode, but I didn't really get to tell the whole experience of a, of my Merseyside derby. Um, obviously, we went over all the results in that episode as well. Uh, Overall, by the way, I'll just make a summary, but I'm not I'm not disappointed with how Everton played. I think the first goal we conceded is just a moment of brilliance from Liverpool. You can't really stop. It's the best team in debatably the best team in the world. Um second one's stupid, but you know, you move from those. It is what it is. Yeah. But Everton Everton, if we just like it just annoys me that it's taken so long to set up in that low block and learn how to just play counterattacking football. Like we just needed points about eight games ago and we haven't tried to get it that way um which kind of infuriates me a little bit um but that being said the, the important part is the story i have uh i got to go to a bar here in la uh, to go and watch the game so shout out to the facebook group uh, southern california everton they have a bar that they go to to watch all the games um it's in century city I forget the actual name of it but it's an english english pub uh, and the game was at 8.30 a.m., which isn't too early. So I woke up at about 7.15, uh, got in a cab, got over there. And it was a really, really good really good time, to be honest. Like, it's cool to to see a group of people, uh, especially Everton supporters, all in one spot. Because it's like, it's a pretty rare breed, I won't lie. <laughs> a lot of masochists, is what I've learned, are Everton supporters. It's just I'm people, not surprised. Who, people who just enjoy constant disappointment. Um, you know, all things considered, knowing your club and your history of what seven f- through relegation scraps. Well, the I'm relegation not, is not very common, but well, yeah, fair enough. But so I'm, I'm not surprised to hear that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, um, but it was fun. It, yeah, it was good to connect with people. There's a lot of like a lot of Liverpool fans there too, so it's kind of fun to to have moments. Each of us. I mean, I they obviously say, got the goals, but do you just how's it? What like, do you mean? The game? Were you, were you just dicking around, like trying to troll the Liverpool fans? Oh yeah, we were singing. We were singing Anthony Gordon chants after he like put shots wide. Like <laughs> we were nice. just, and they were they were obviously they're all plastic and fake and shitty and gross. So they're just sitting Naturally. there in silence while they watch their team play beautiful football. Um, but we're singing fuck. We're singing for Fabian Delph to come on, which is just <laughs> such a sad, sad moment. Yeah, that is tough. <laughs> You know who I have to give credit to, though, is Alex Awobi, man. Like, legitimately. Like, I, I'm not even... I've said it for many years that he's the worst player on Everton. Um, I think under Frank, though, that he's he's figured out what he's meant to play, which is like a, a like an upwards eight, kind of. Like, not a ten, but... Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. He plays like he... he the thing is, you see his quality and his effort is unbelievable. Like, he grinds harder than anyone I've ever seen before, which is, like, exactly what I want in an Everton player. Right. Um, it's just unfortunate that 
he wasn't able to start how he is playing now, if you know what I mean. Like the the image of Iwobi was tarnished by yeah, the like start just, of Iwobi. It took him so long to get comfortable even that like yeah. fuck him for the rest of the time he's there. Yeah, exactly. But I think I think now that he's under Frank, it, we're we're getting to see like what he really not to say he can become because he still has time. I mean, he can he has time to grow, but it's not gonna be like an insane, insane arc where he's like the best in the world, but you can right. see that he's learning this position that he clearly fits better than when he was out on the wing. Um, yeah, that makes sense. And it's like, it, it's interesting because I think he's taking the spot of Dekure from us, which is kind of nuts. Like, if you actually deep that. Because I think I, I genuinely believe Dekure was a top six midfielder at one point, but now it's, now it's fucking Iwobi and Delph in our midfield, which is just nuts. I mean, uh, hey, you know... Some players that you think are going to be shitters turn out to be good. Look at Aaron Ramsdale. This dude got relegated three times, and now I would let him have my first one if he asked for it, you know? Yeah, that's true. That is true. So it's it's knows? weird. It's weird how it works. It's like, it really is so dependent on, I think Iwobi benefited so much from having a fresh start, like just right. having someone who he could prove that he was worth it to. Because um, there's the whole issue with our fucking dumb owner. And his his agent people that he likes to suck off, um, because nice. that's how he will be under. You know the whole it will be story, right? Right. Yeah. How like where the, it was just the, his agent yeah, who like who said this is the next messy, and then we went and spent thirty million on him on deadline day because the agent told us to buy him. The who was the coach at the time? It was Marco Silva. Marco Silva did not want him. Um, which really? is why he ended up leaving. Yeah, no, no one wanted Iwobi at the club. Same with El Ghazi, same exact situation pretty much, but luckily they only loaned El Ghazi. Right. Which is, it, it actually, that's one of the reasons we're going down is that we didn't use our loan spot better. Like, we could have had so many yeah. better players than El Ghazi, man. Talking about like sort of questionable deals of that variety. Yeah. Who Who do you think realistically Everton can bring in assuming they stay up to get them out of this hellhole they found themselves in you want me to pull out my sheet uh, please I can, go for I can it. make this a 15 minute segment talk, talk uh, for like two it. minutes while I go through my backpack okay because realistically in my mind I don't even know where to start with Everton as a whole yeah because it's I've, hard it's hard place to start <laughs> That's the but answer. I feel like every aspect of your 11 needs help in some variety I right? agree I think our strikers are decent, but really, like okay, your strikers and your goalkeepers are like fine. and wingers. I like our wingers. Yeah. I feel like your center backs could be center worse. Backs are, yeah, no, no, like, no, no, no. Our center backs are the worst. No, 100%. no, I'm, no. I feel like our full backs are the worst. No, no, not anymore. Not anymore. As a the Ukrainian kid, I forgot his name. Is he really like Mikolenko? Yeah, he's actually yeah. decent. He's is not. He he's not what Dinya is, but he's like. He he has way he's in my eyes, he's a little better than Dine was defensively and a lot right. worse than he was offensively. But he's twenty two, so it's like you've got to take that for a little while. And I'd rather have someone who's like assured in defense and can develop his, especially with Ashley Cole like being in the backroom staff. Right, like he's got he's got a a fucking fantastic person to look up to. Okay, I found oh, yeah. my sheet. Um, okay, <laughs> I'll just kind of run me. through everything that's happening in in. Uh, in the world of Everton, and then kind of what I would do if I was if I was them. All right, so first let's go over whose contracts are expiring at the end of uh, end of the year. So firstly, it's Fabian Delph is out of contract. He's currently on eighty k a week. Um, He's not getting an extension, surely. I don't think he'll. Get, he might get an extension, but it would be on low money, and that just depends on how much he cares about the club. Right. Because um, apparently he's super valuable in the back room, but. I mean, if you can get Fabian, if we go down, I would get Fabian Delph for for like thirty k a week if I could. But I don't know whether he'd be willing to do that or not. Yeah, um, fair enough. Another big one: Gilfie Sigurdsson officially out of contract okay, in the well, summer, hundred k a week off the books, which is nice. There's no way he was still receiving a salary, right? Like, I don't I mean, know. I know. Like, there's like realistically, this dude has an ongoing court case. Yeah. Like, I just, haven't been convicted. I don't know how it exactly works. And I don't know how contracts, if they have like break clauses in them or not. Right. That's what I was going to say. Like, surely there's some, like, if you're pending going to jail, we're not really going to fork out your wage. I imagine, especially at Everton, it makes sense. Like, exactly. you know how Duncan Ferguson got the assault charge on the field? Yeah. That's yeah. the dopest shit of all time, by the way. I love that, I, man. That is tough. Um, but it's 
unironically tough. Another player who's out of contract, but like kind of not really, is El Ghazi on loan. We're currently paying him 30k a week, um, which is like it's 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 30k a week, so you can get a better player for that. Um, right. But he's gone. Van de Beek, obviously, also as well out of contract. We're currently paying him, I think, 120k a week on loan, um, which is heinous. Yeah. Um, and then Chank Tosun, who's still just being cancer at this club, is on 60k a week, and he's out the window. Um, and then Begovic and John Joe Kenny are also out of contract. I do see John Joe Kenny and Begovic both getting renewed, probably. Especially if we go down, I think Begovic will get renewed. Right. Um, because I think Pickford will leave then. Uh, okay, now let's move on to the people I'd move on from the club. Uh, Michael Keane, obviously, first on the list. He has to go. Oh my God, he has to go. Um, he's currently valued on transfer market at $24 million, That's obscene. Um, but I'd sell him for anything more than $12 million. Some right. of the, uh, Apparently, West Ham's interested in bringing him in as a fourth choice. Um, and really? I think... Yeah, uh, David Moyes likes him. That's why he ended up at Everton because after Moyes had left, he was already on the on the transfer list um, when Moyes left. So that's why he ended up coming to Everton. Right. Um, but some of the other clubs I think that could look at him are Fulham, Burnley, Norwich, and Bournemouth. Those are kind of the clubs I see that would be around for Michael King. I don't see, see any international interest, I don't think. Yeah. He's very Brexit defender. Um, yeah, yeah. The second one that I'd see gone is Yeri Mina. Um, I think you could probably get like 18 million for him. He's valued at 22. Um, but I just don't think he's durable enough for the Prem. Like he's been injured all the time, literally all the time. So it's like, what's the point of keeping him on? I think he's our highest paid player at 120K a week. Um, Fair. And I've heard Napoli, Fiorentina, and Atalanta are all in the, in the mix for looking at Yeri. Um, next player who needs to go but probably won't is Andre Gomes. Like, it's actually disgusting how we just got rinsed by Barcelona for this fool. Played, I'm not kidding. He played one of the best years of Premier League football I've seen and then has just ghosted after his leg got shattered in half. I mean, um, to be fair, I feel yeah. like that's not the most, like, it's the same shit to me as like tearing your ACL. Like I feel like you can't be too mad at him for being kind of shit after his leg was literally in 14 pieces. Yeah, but Seamus Coleman's did the same thing and obviously he's he's bad because yeah, he's old. He came back and played like, another three years. Yeah, but he's also like Irish and probably going to fucking pub fights when he's like six years old. I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let Gomes off of that though. Yeah. To be fair, son cried so, so it didn't mean anything <laughs> in the end actually. Fuck Young Min Son. All right, let's move. Uh, so essentially, I think he's worth 10 to 15, maybe. Right. Some of the clubs I think he could go to is like Porto, Benfica, Real Betis, something like that. Those are the ones that make the most sense to me. Yeah. Um, this one I'm like, I'm very mixed on. Uh, Deli Alley. Uh, I don't know whether he should go or not. I think it really depends on how much he's getting paid. Because if he's getting paid like 100K a week, he should not play for our club. Um, but we haven't really paid any money for him yet, so anything is really a profit. Um, <clears throat> but if we can get 8 to $10 million for him, I would not be disappointed. Uh, I think Fulham or Bournemouth might be in the mix for him. Those are my two guesses. This one I've changed my mind on. I had Alex Iwobi down. Um, if, it was bef- if it was before, like three months ago, he would have been a for sure get the fuck out. Right, but now, but now I think I'd let him go if it was like a twenty million dollar offer or twenty million pound offer. But I don't know, man. Like he's actually he's clutch for us. So, so I okay. think I'd keep him. Let me ask you this: since you're on the fence for Delhi, why aren't you on the fence for Big Donald? Who? Donny Vanderbeek. Oh, he's alone. Donny's alone. Wasn't Deli Ali also alone? No, Deli Ali's a like. He's, I forget exactly how it works. It's like a loan to buy. He's a permanent transfer, but we don't have to pay them until he plays 20 games for us. I see. And then there's like a bunch of bonuses in there that like makes a deal up to 40 million, but it's like ballon d'or clauses and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so it's like realistically, I think he's like a, a, I think he's like like 15 million or something or 20 million if he plays 20 games, which is still a a hefty amount, bro. 
Yeah, for, but like, yeah, I don't know, man. You could tear Delia, it up in the championship. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. I feel like, he, <laughs> yeah, he he does like. I feel like he's a player who can't snap for like three games at a time and just be shit for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's he does look decent when he comes on. Like he looks like he's getting back to playing decent football. It's just right. like I don't know how Frank's gonna fit him in the system. I imagine he'll do what he did with Mason Mount, pretty much, but we'll see. Um, and then the final person I, I'd want to let go is Calvert Lewin. Um, really? I think anything over fifty-five or fifty million, like you just have to, you just have to accept. Um, yeah. The clubs I put down are Arsenal, Newcastle, and Man United. I think those are all pretty plausible for him to go to. I can't really think of anywhere outside of England that he'd go to. Um, I think Arsenal makes the most sense to me. I think, Do you think that I, makes sense for you guys? I think it does. Like, okay, I agree. Arsenal makes the most sense. Realistically, I could see like a, a like bench striker for Newcastle, especially if you all go down. Yeah, maybe. I don't think he'd be bench anywhere he goes, though. That's the issue because he's still so uh, bro, young. Bro, Golington though. Golington's I... a center mid, bro. <laughs> Fair. You're, you're you're forgetting these things. Um, but yeah, I think fifty five. I for me, it seems like. Arsenal would be the best fit just because as you've said before like you guys complain about not having a true number nine that like sits in the box and can finish and that's literally all Calvert-Lewin does right um and he gets in those positions to just finish and he's he's decent with like passing and everything too like he'll come back and receive um which is like I think that's what Lacazette does well for you guys is holds it up but I mean Calvert-Lewin's just bigger and faster yeah. you know so it's like how could he more don't... of a aerial presence Oh, yeah. No, 100%. I think he's the best header of the ball in the Premier League. Like, it's him. It's him and, no, like... I don't even think Ronaldo's be, It's got to be, like, Van Dyke. Oh, I mean, I meant, like, attacking headers. Oh, like offensively? Score. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's him, it's him or, like... I don't know. I can't even think of anyone who really competes. I mean, maybe Wout Weghorst, but he doesn't really... <laughs> I have a horse. <laughs> he doesn't have a very many options up top. Um, yeah, fair. But yeah, I could see I could see that working really well for you guys, but I don't know whether you'd do it. So in total, the way I valued it out, that's 105 million pounds going out. Uh plus the expiring contracts is 350k a week cleared off the books. Right. Which is it's a good clear out. Uh, but now onto money, the part that you actually question me about. Say, yeah, with that yeah. money, what are you doing with it? First, first priority is getting James Tarkowski, I think. Uh if we okay. stay up. This is obviously contingent on that. Right, because uh, he's he's out of contract this summer. Um, he's currently on fifty k a week at Burnley, so I think if we offer him somewhere like sixty, seventy k a week, uh, he's gonna come. And I just think, from what we've seen of James Tarkowski, it's just solid and consistent, and he can show up every week. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's the issue with our center backs is is you don't know when one's gonna show up and one's gonna not. I think him and Ben Godfrey together is a decent decent pairing as well. Like more of a brute who can like get up in the air and clear things, and then someone who can chase down anyone getting in behind. Right, just a bit um, of an EDL defense, really. Yeah, yeah, but like also pretty technical. Like it's not a bad. Right. It's a very defensive defense. Like it, it makes more one. sense. Yeah, exactly. It it'll beat up most strikers. Um, and then onto like some more unrealistic, not unrealistic, but. I think like where we really struggle is in center back. So that's kind of what I focus a lot of my transfer stuff on. Uh, Alessio Romagnoli from Milan is also out of contract this summer. I'm just, I'm, I'm operating on the premonition that we're going to have another financial fair play cap. Um, so I don't know how much we're actually going to be able to spend or not. Um, so I'm saying, yeah, Roman Yoli is a great option at center back. Roman Saiz from Wolves is also out of contract. An, an, an under-the-radar pickup would be Barrington Diaz, who's out of contract as well, bringing him up. <laughs> no, no. Bringing Big Ben up to the Prem. No. For I free, know. though. I don't, free, really, I don't really fuck with Ben anymore. I'm not going to lie. He did shag you, but... Uh, he, yeah. I mean, it wasn't actually his fault, necessarily. Well, he just kind of went shit, and then we're like, ooh, maybe I'm injured, maybe I'm not. Yeah, that's fair. Not ideal. And then my dream signing, though, is um, Brennan Johnson from Nottingham Forest. That's who I'm. I've got my... That's my dream pickup right there. Fair. Absolute baller, bro. 
but I just don't think he'll come to us. There'll be bigger clubs in for him. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty doomsday transfer window for Everton. I just want to reset, though. What I really want is our fucking board gone. That's what I want. Do you think big old Frank stays? If we go down? Just generally. Do you think big Frank either gets fired or chooses to leave, or do you think he stays? I hope he stays. I genuinely, like, I don't think he's a good manager, but I really like the backroom staff he's established. Like, I think he's made great pickups um, for, like, actual staff around him. And we're still in for, there's this Chelsea coach that I really want to get who's, um, he's their set pieces coach. And that's what we're so shit at is defending set pieces. Yeah. Um, so that's a guy I really want to bring in. A lot of the changes we need are backroom. I think our personnel is not, it's quality enough to stay up in the prem. It's just whether we can get the people around and we just need a whole like culture reset pretty much in our club. And I think it's, it's rotten from the top, which is really unfortunate because you can't really sell a manager. I mean, an owner, can you? Right. Um, but we've had we've had a U.S. investment group looking at us for something like three hundred and fifty million injection. But I don't know whether that's a majority share or like just a big portion of shares. Um, but it would be good to have just more people involved in making decisions. I don't want Moshiri to be handling all of it. Makes sense. Yeah, but that's that's my Everton like thoughts at the moment. There's a police helicopter above me. I don't know if you can hear that. Yeah, your audio just became a little fucked up. I'm not going to lie. It's it's hovering, man. It's looking for me. <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I genuinely, I'm genuinely, I, I'm taking a step back from Everton in terms of being like hyper invested in it. Just because it's another thing to worry about that I don't really want to at the moment. Um. What I am stepping into, Oscar, and I will bring everyone along with me. The MLS, it's up and coming. Oh, it's the off. newest league to watch. It is where real ballers are. Fuck these Everton you frauds. Sound like Finn. No, 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 no. No, Finn doesn't go to MLS games. I do. All right. I haven't missed a home game this season. I'm that mm. committed. I'm going on Sunday. If any listeners here go to LAFC, meet me South End Section 222, Row 18. That's where I sit every week. Perfect. So catch me there. No, you um, love that. Yeah, we love that. Uh, but yeah, I genuinely think this summer the MLS is going to get a huge spike. I promise you. You watch. Uh, interesting. What do you think? What do you think will uh, bring this aforementioned huge spike? Do you think just the lack of other football leagues occurring? Yeah. Well, there's no national contest because the World Cup would be the summer, but they fucked it because Qatar's stupid. I right. hate Qatar. I but, agree. By the way, like how is how are they still holding that spot as the hosts? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this too, but they are actually air conditioning the stadiums. Like the whole stadium? Like the whole bitch is getting air conditioned. Are they covered? Uh, Partly. Dude, that is just a a gas sucker that's just going to yeah. murder. <laughs> Such a... Dumb... Yeah, I, I know. Oh my god, man. It, it's, not, it's not ideal. Didn't they it, like a whole new rule set for Qatar? Yeah, they like they added uh, uh, it's like water breaks every like 20 minutes in each half or something like that. Like you can uh, there was a bunch of shit like the um, the breaks between uh, normal time and extra time are now like three times as long to give people a chance to not die of dehydration and heat stroke. Um, There's like a mandatory like 45 second gap between each penalty. Like there's there's a bunch of stuff like that to make sure people don't like literally collapse on the field english fans oh wait you cannot uh be drunk in public or drink in public in qatar either. well yeah it's a it's an arab country it's all dry yeah, that's nuts. yeah. Uh, so uh, i'm very curious to see how many cases we find of people getting arrested for smuggling like a fucking heineken into a stadium Sorry, everybody, for that little intermission. My Discord just crashed as my computer went to low battery. Love that. Um, we were talking about Qatar drinking issues. 
um, which will be really interesting. As we said, it'll be really interesting to see how that actually pans out. I don't know how they're going to, they have to allow drinking. Like, right. They're but going like, to, but. <laughs> There's no way they don't in some variety. Because, I mean, you're allowed to drink in like yeah. hotels and shit like that. So. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to have to, like, you're going to have to have like a pass. Like, like right? if you're staying at a certain spot and you're like, oh, they can be drunk. Yeah, exactly. That's weird, though. That is obscene. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you like. I don't even know how like police work. I, I don't. I know. I know nothing about Qatar to be honest. I just know Tim Cahill is one of the people who helps on the, on their whole thing for the World Cup, which is very funny to me. Um, nice. Let's move on to our actual topic for today. Sorry that we've rambled on in this intro and stuff for so long. Uh, let's just go over this quickly, and then I think we can wrap it up because I mean. It's a pretty long bonus episode, but it's okay. Uh, into our topic for today, we're going to talk about the greatest goal of all time uh, and like kind of what makes a great goal. Because I, I had this discussion on the phone with Luca, and he was his idea was different than mine as well. Um, but I'd like to hear what you think is the greatest goal of all time and then like why, why is that the greatest goal, you know? Fair. Do you have I... any... Thoughts. <laughs> I do okay. actually. I have I have a couple. Okay. I think two of the greatest like individual technical goals. Either actually three. You know the one Ronaldinho goal against Chelsea? Uh I think so. Louis like he's standing at the edge of a box. And like looks left, and like all the defenders move to the left, and just shoots to the right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's, like that—that that's so that was disgusting. Yeah. Secondly, the Olivier Giroud scorpion kick. <laughs> yeah, of course. Because to be that fair, goal that goal is fucking vile. Right? Did it, it win was the disgusting. Uh, no, I don't think it did. I'm pretty sure that was a year Mo Salah fucking got it from. Dude, like, uh, oh my god. Yeah. That made me so angry when he won that because it was against us too. Of course, yeah. it was against us. Um, but it was just not a good like it was. It was a decent finish, but it just was not a Puskas goal. Yeah, actually, I have a couple more as well. Uh, okay. The Van Persie diving header was oh yeah, that's a vile. sick goal to be fair. And uh, the Berto Carlos free kick against France in what ninety eight? Is that just the Roberto Carlos free kick? Yeah, you know the one where he's like 45 yards out and yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking out to in the travels banana. 20 yards sideways. Yeah. Yeah. That guy is just vile. That is like <laughs> that I don't like is... or ooh, actually another Roberto Carlos one. He scored one against um Tenerife. Where Oh, I'm trying I think I remember that one. Like from the from the corner flag, but not Oh like, yeah, at a yeah, corner. yeah. Dude, that was f- so like he's he was so good. Yeah, he was insane like this this guy bro yeah this guy was obscene so what do you think is like for you a great goal is like the technical side of it like something that's well i mean i think there's like you could either like i think like we're having a debate for like the greatest goal ever are you gonna choose it based on like the difficulty of pulling it off or like the moment itself because you could argue like mario goza's goal is one of the best goals of all time uh, but i mean i think there's like basically three categories you can put it into either one context like obviously if it's the fucking world cup final like that's gonna matter a little more than preston north ends versus whatever right yeah the actual like technical ability of the goal being pulled off i.e like the roberto carlos bullshit mm-hmm. or like the setup because you oh, can oh, also like, yeah, like the build up play and stuff exactly like there was there's one the arsenal goal, goal the, yeah the one against yeah. norwich like that yeah, was yeah, vile yeah, yeah. Was uh, jack wilshire was that that yeah, jack wilshire yeah yeah. yeah 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 um that there was like a argentina goal that took like t- fucking 68 passes and set up and like every player touched the ball three times or some shit jesus yeah um like there's a there was another like uh like the messy one um against like bill bow and the couple del rey where he ran from like basically halfway the box yeah yeah that's like, luca's just, best goal of all time by the way i'm, not, his I'm not surprised like that's a fair shout oh for sure it's just i don't know like in a weird way i think i would put more emphasis on like the finishing aspect and like the actual dribbling aspect which is why mm. all of mine are just like basically Outrageous individual goal. yeah like yeah. individual strikes that were just like insane whereas i can like i can still understand why someone would be like dribbling through 
eight or nine people is still disgusting. Like, and so yeah. that I just think in my eyes of finishing holds a little more value. See, what's interesting to me is I put like the moment above everything. Like, I think the actual, like, I think one of the best goals of all time is that Dini goal in the championship playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 98th minute. Yeah, off the double, yeah. off the double penalty save to then, <laughs> yeah. to then get their team promoted. Like, the most lucrative game of football in the world to win it in the 98th to get promoted is just, oh my but God. See, that's exactly what I mean. You're a context, Andy. Yeah, I want to and like see Aguero's the, like, goal and yeah, exactly. Like that. You want to see the context. I want to see the actual finish, and Luca wants to see some dude meg fourteen people. Yeah, but then, but then I also will say like, I my favorite goal, like if I had to have one framed, is the Zlatan Ajax goal. Oh, that, the, that goal where he did like fourteen fake shots. Yeah, where he literally yeah, yeah. broke every human's dude. ankles on that field. That's when I was. Dude, it was at he that broke moment. the ankles of a of a cameraman. Yeah, the cameraman the like camera got confused it, right? twice. It was insane. <laughs> It was yeah, he. There's just so many Zlatan goals where I'm like, that's the, the greatest goal too. ever scored. The bike, also that absolute thunder cunt from like 38 yards out. I forget exactly yeah. who it was against. That was the best strike of a ball I've ever seen. I forget the actual goal itself. I'm gonna look it up right now. I um, do. I. I but, think oh my realistically, God. the bike might actually be it though, because wasn't it to like send Sweden to the World Cup? No, it was just the fourth goal to beat England. Oh, fair enough. Which is, it might have been in World Cup qualifiers, but uh, it was but an like, absolute banger. That's still, that's so fucking obscene. It was, what, oh, yeah, it was against two yards out? It was against Anderlecht, which was, that, yeah, that goal, the actual technical, like, to pull that off is crazy. Right. Look up this loss on goal against Anderlecht. In 2013, I'll look at it. But like, uh, he literally rips the net in half. Like, <laughs> the, uh, you know when you hit a ball so hard that like the bottom bar comes off the ground. Yeah, he did that from like 40 yards out, <laughs> from so far away, <laughs> and it still has that. It only gained velocity as Jesus it kept going. Fucking Christ! Oh, yeah. you know what else? What well, you know? What's also another shout? Um, what? The one Pogba goal against uh, Udinese. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. From like the just behind caught the it angle. from a half volley. Yeah, literally. But I only back it from the behind angle. It doesn't look that yeah, good from yeah, like the yeah. normal. <laughs> the normal. But like, okay. Also, the pie at free kick though. There's you gotta just, put that up so there. Okay, <laughs> let me ask you this though: Which player do you think scores the best goals, other than Messi? Messi's not a valid answer. Ooh. I'm not saying Messi's not about it. I'm not saying it was just like... No, 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 yeah, yeah. It's not Ronaldo. It's not Ronaldo. You know who's an outside shout? Gareth Bale. True. I feel like Gareth uh, Bale's top 10 goals are all just vile. Yeah, because he also, like, bangs him out in the Champions League final. Yeah, he fucking <laughs> pulled out the, the most... I think it was the most technically perfect bicycle kick of all time, and it was in the Champions League final. Yeah. Like from from an actual execution point. That was like the most perfect by scheme. Oh, my God, it's not going to show up. It's not gonna show up. I'm gonna look like a fucking idiot. And it's gonna be so sad. Yeah, that's tough. That's unlucky God for you. damn it! God damn it! Why do I think it was LeBlanc, but it just wasn't? Matt LeBlanc? No. Oh wait, I do know who you're on about. No, he played for Southampton. Letizia, Letizia. Yeah, he played for yeah. Southampton. 
Yeah, he scored bangers. Yeah, he did score bangers. He, he wasn't also French. Played that's why. He, that's why I was yeah, incorrect. Yeah, he was English. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was also He was born played, in like, Guernsey. <laughs> did he also like retire three years before any of us were born? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, old. He's, uh, like, but he scores bangers. I'm not gonna lie. I think I'm gonna have to stick with Roberto Carlos. Like this dude. Ooh, Bobby Carlos. Yeah. Uh, bro, like, how do you score from a ninety degree angle? He did rip bangers. Like that's yeah, it's... so obscene. Yeah, you know who's another outside shout? This one's kind of outrageous, but this one's more of a moments guy, Lucas Mora. No, I fucking hate <laughs> Lucas Mora so much. Why? Because I despise Spurs, and this dude knocked out Ajax. I don't want to see go to a Champions League final in the last like fifteen minutes of a game. Dude, they would have won that final too. That yeah, crazy. I know. That's why I'm pissed. I do. I fucking. Hate that was. I think that so might be the best individual performance I've seen in modern football. Nah, to come there has on to as a sub. Fucking Ronaldo game where they were down. Oh, like uh, uh, the Lewandowski, the Lewandowski. But no, that wasn't. That's not the same stage. No, but I was going to say the Lewandowski five goals in nine minutes, but but. You, he came on and scored a hat trick. To there has team. to have been like some fucking Champions League game where like Real were down three nil, and then oh Real the the Ronaldo four. the Ronaldo Wolfsburg comeback was big. Yeah, fucking like online all that shit like that. I, but even then, bro, the the stage wasn't as big. I feel like yeah, but it's also say... like Spurs. Like I like okay, yeah, automatically it docks it like fifteen points. Yeah, but that's no, that's almost makes it more impressive from Lucas Mora's standpoint. standpoint. It's Spurs, man. <laughs> yeah, bro, but, he takes yeah. Spurs and wins against probably the best young team we've ever seen. Actually, right? no, 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 you're wrong. Fucking remontada. When Barca won 6 1 after losing 5 0 at home. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, that's that's I'm an individual performance, though. That's the best team. Oh, performance. oh, fair enough, fair enough. I was just saying, like, as a player, yeah, no, that that game is 100% better, but yeah, I don't know. I can't think of let us know on Twitter or TikTok or something if you can think of a better individual performance because there's definitely some out there that we're just met, missing out on. That's what I'm saying. There's gotta be some like Messi or Ronaldo, like down fucking four down and scored like yeah. seven. I feel like even Hazard probably had a game here or there as well. Yeah, probably. uh, I feel like a lot of couple players. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, like, I feel bad because you just know that N'Golo Conte dropped a ten out of ten that you just won't remember. Yeah, exactly. Or Bastian Feinsteiger. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I think that's a pretty comprehensive take. So, uh, if you had to choose, like, your favorite goal of all time, doesn't have to be the best, but your favorite. Any, probably, any probably Roberto Carlos free kick. Because really? I remember, like, I remember Over watching any Arsenal or, or French, like, no. I remember Rigold. watching that when I was like six, because my brother and, like, showed the it YouTube to me. compilations. Yeah, and there. I was literally like, "Nah, that's fake." And he was like, yeah. "No, no, 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 that's real." And like, I saw it from the behind angle. And I was yeah. just like, "No, like, you, you're fucking with me. Like, this is like a fucking Nike <laughs> ad or some shit. Like, this is not yeah. a real goal." That's like it is true. It doesn't look real. I wonder like, how those balls were made back then. Like dude, whether so it was the actual whether it actually was like anything. They're probably heavier though, right? So it must have been harder to do that. No, but that also means they had like way more potential to move in the air. No, no, no. It makes it harder to move in the air. The lighter the ball is, the more it moves. Like the Jabulani. That's why it moves oh, so much because it's lighter. No, but I thought the Javelani was fucked because of like the stitching pattern and it created like. Really uh, it was it, the stitching dynamics. pattern was fucked, and it was um there wasn't a padding layer. It was just rubber oh, to then the true, to true. then the texture. So that's what yeah, made it so true. hard to um. How is there a motorcycle on campus? <laughs> uh, that's what made it. I want to buy one of those balls, by the way, a Javelani, but they're like so expensive. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm not surprised considering they yeah. like let fucking random Donnies from North Korea score in South Africa. Like, <laughs> that I'm is not true. Surprised. Was North Korea in that World Cup? Yeah, North Korea went. As uh, very funny story, Dude. actually, they went. Obviously, did they went. Did on. they go as a North Korean? Like, yeah, did they go yeah, as yeah. North Korea, or was it like Korea Federation? No, no, or no, no, no. They went as North Korea. There's so many levels to. This are there story. jerseys? There are jerseys. Dude. But, no, 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 bro. Listen to this shit. So it's fucking North Korea, right? And you can't mm-hmm. leave the country except if you're a professional athlete representing North Korea at either the Olympics or some shit like the World Cup. Dude, so they, they didn't have any fans, right? Yeah. So they literally hired like 
2,000 random Chinese Donnies to put on North Korean jerseys and start like memorizing chants and like clap patterns to support North Korea and South Africa. nuts. These dudes, obviously because it's fucking North Korea and they like eat grass and sleep with AKs, aren't good at footy, right? So they got knocked out. I think they scored one goal the entire tournament. On North, no, but on North Korean news channels, they got footage of like Portugal in 2006 getting knocked out by like Italy in the World Cup, uh, yeah. chopped it to their game, and said we beat Ronaldo 50 0 or some shit. Dude. Like, they literally they got footage of like Brazilian people crying, and they're like, haha, we beat them oh. so hard, they started crying. It's just a big joke. Like, that's actually nuts how there's a country in the world that's able to do that still. I'm pretty sure also, so they sent out 23 Donnies, right, to have a full roster. I'm pretty sure they only came back with like nine because a lot of them just stayed in South Africa and were like, oh, what? I missed the flights. Yeah, dude, Ah. I would have done the same exact thing. I would have done the same exact thing. I was going to say, I thought they would kill them all after they played. They're like, you cannot see the outside world and continue. North Korea's World Cup is an interesting escapade. I strongly recommend anyone who's more curious about this to look at like Wikipedia page or some shit because it was fucking crazy. I won a jersey so bad. You know, 2010. A North Korean soccer jersey. And that was tough. That was <laughs> tough, to be fair. Would have been, the drip would have been outrageous to have at this moment. Did oh. you watch the 2010 World Cup? Dude, I was going to, that's what my, my point was going to be. That's why I kind of moved into it. Was, um, I think the one of my favorite goals of all time is the Tashabalaba or what? I don't know how to say his name. Oh, I think it's Tashabalaba. Yeah, 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 yeah. The South African dude. But I just think that goal, like in terms of like the inspiration it gave to a whole continent. To score that as the opener as South Africa, just an absolute rocket from their left back. And then the dance afterwards is just like the dopest thing ever. Okay, like, let me hit coolest. you with this though. The probably the biggest depression given to an entire continent in the span of what six minutes has to be when fucking Luis Suarez thought he was a goalkeeper and then Ghana missed the penalty. That was huge. That was actually the most genius shit ever. <laughs> that was so unbelievable. But the fact that he pulled that off is so <laughs> nuts. Like, so think, outrageous. Think about the the flow of emotions from the Shabalaba goal, like opening it's not rounds. Ghana, though, you bu- oh, no, no, okay, no, but okay. I'm saying for like for like Africa as a whole. Yeah, yeah. To go true. from like holy shit, we might actually be good here. Was Ghana in the semifinals? I think it was the quarters. Quarters, yeah, okay, because I know Uruguay made the semifinals. Yeah. But, like, but. to then get knocked out because some dude thought he was a goalkeeper and then you hit the bar? Well, no, he didn't think. He fucking purposefully well, yes. <laughs> came. He embodied it and said, fuck this. Literally, I, I, would, I back that so heavily, but I would be so pissed. Yeah. Bro, that World oh Cup was God. fucking crazy. France went on strike and we didn't want to leave a team bus for, like, two days. Why? Because uh, Nicholas Anelka got sent home because he, like, raged too hard the night before or some shit. Oh, and, partied or, like, got angry? Yeah, no, like, literally, like, just fucking oh, okay. went out clubbing and, like, Deshaun was pissed at it. Like, for some reason, Nicholas Anelka got sent home. Uh, and then the whole team was like, mm, no, we're just not going to play. And then finally, somehow, someone convinced him to play and we got shit on and, like, got knocked out. I mean, I could have predicted that from the team morale, but... Uh, yeah, it was not, it was not phenomenal. Honestly, Dude, go to the tournament, underrated. It was very sick. I love, I think the 2014s, that's when I actually fell in love with soccer, was 2014. 2014. Yeah, because I mean, I feel like that's that, when that like, tournament we hit the was age perfect, to like, man. understand what's really happening instead of just people like kicking about balls. Yeah, I was at my cabin the whole summer in the woods, and there's this one Italian spot, shout out Tony and Alba's, uh, and they showed all the games there, and I'd go, I was, I was really fat back then, because it was like fifth grade, right? right? Was it fifth grade? I think so um i was 12 yeah yeah yeah. probably around there fifth sixth grade um i was a big chunky boy so i'd go there at like 8 a.m to watch the first game luckily it was kind of in our time zone which was cool because it was like brazil it wasn't that far away like three hours hours, and so i'd go there at like 8 a.m and i'd get garlic bread and then i'd sit and eat garlic (laughs) bread for like seven hours watching all the games from that day bro it was the best it was the best moment of my life because i could i could bike there from my cabin it was like a mile and a half it was the first time my parents let me like leave on my own anywhere was to go to Tony and Alba's to get garlic bread and watch soccer. Nice. I remember that. It's one of my core memories is just the scent of that place. And they had this, I, we'll, we'll go there one time, but 
when you go to Tony and Alba's, there's like where you order the food is like a bar up at the top. But then like to go and sit and eat, you have to like walk downstairs into like a basement area. But it's got like a bunch of arcade games and like big screens to watch soccer on. So it was just heaven. It was literally the best place on there. It was so dope. The food was like, it's it's not great, but but all my cousins were there. So like during the day, my uncles would show up and come hang out with me and watch a game and then go back and I'd stay. My cousins would come. It was the best. It was a, literally so fun. Just vibes. Just like straight happening. vibes. And my uncle, my uncle lives in Germany. So like since oh, so Sweden, he was like, obviously. He was about it. Well, he wasn't there. He was in Germany, but. Oh, oh fair enough. But we he sent us all over German kits. Like once they got to the the quarterfinals that's when tony cruz became one of my favorite players because he bought me a tony cruz jersey right and he was like jack you look like this guy so I'm, i bought you his jersey and i was like oh cool <laughs> and it, at the time i definitely did because he had the bowl cut he was still number i think it was 29 or 39 for Bayern. i think it was 29 yeah. and he he was a, just a ute who was just a baller and then he went and carried in the world cup but yeah that was a 6-6 tournament it's probably my favorite of all time I'm just wondering when the next tournament like that's going to be. I think it's going to hey, be the World Cup in America. It's going to be America. Maybe I, the... No, next Euros, I don't think matter. Like, no one cares. Next... Yeah. Because, I mean, like... I fucking, think the America World Cup is going to be crazy. You know what I really fucking want to do? Because so, you know how it's hosting, like, Mexico, Canada, and the U.S.? Yeah. I, like, it, it, there's going to be some semifinal in, like, fucking CMX. Mexico City? Yeah. yeah. Just going if it's like two good teams watching like fucking Argentina versus England in yeah. Mexico City would be insane. I would love that. That'd like be that so would be fun. A like fucking vile. Already, I'd also Mexicans, be so gassed to go to like the SoFi Stadium to watch Sweden play. Oh that my would god! Be cold. <laughs> Just like, a big ass football stadium. Already, that the fucking Mexicans are banned from like watching games live because they scream pendejo <laughs> at everyone like it'd be so good it would be but, elite imagine if they're in it that's what i'm saying dude like you get like, some fucking a... mexico germany tie yeah i would like, go to a group stage game if it was mexico germany know, in mexico <laughs> yeah i mean that's pretty much it for this week i think right it's a pretty good bonus yeah we had like about, uh, about 50 40, minutes uh, 45 minutes ish around there yeah okay um Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, I'll just give a quick little roundup of, of what to expect in the next couple of weeks. Um, so what? This is episode 10, pretty much? Uh, right? If you include the bonus one eleven. Okay, so we'll just put this out as episode 10, but right. title it like... We'll, we'll, we'll make it so people know it's a little different. Yeah. Um, so I think in two weeks' time, we'll we'll be in person and you'll start to get some more higher quality content of us just talking and enjoying our time um also live streams coming up probably match day vlogs stuff like that you'll start seeing a lot more from us um crossbar challenge a classic of footy are we doing a crossbar challenge um it's not gonna go well but it'd be pretty funny we should do it like some forfeit thing for it we already have one forfeit going Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make so, sure you guys tune into our first video episode. Oscar will be eating the world's spiciest I, hot sauce. Okay, also, I was talking to Robbie about this two days ago. Yes. He thinks he can clutch it out because the Scottish League apparently have playoffs. But my argument is that's not a league game. What are you saying here? Ooh. I'm going to look up right now how many games are in a Scottish, in the Scottish league. Because hear me out, you wouldn't count the NBA finals as part of a league. That is very true. That is very true. In Scottish premiership. Yeah, it says 38, bud. So. Yeah. So he's cooked. That's it. No, 38 means that he has more games to play. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, shit. I might be eating yeah. all Yeah. That's kind but of tough. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I don't think it'll be that bad. Uh, yeah, so I, I mean, think it's like, probably 10 minutes of pure pain and then it's over. Have you heard a story of um, Riff Raff when he went on Hot Ones? Who's Riff? Oh, is that the guy with the weird teeth? You know the fucking... My main goal is to blow up. <laughs> and oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that dude. 
He's, he's gold teeth, though, ones. right? Or am I, am I yeah, brazy? no, he has, like, fucking shark gold teeth. He's, yeah, he's yeah, okay, tapped cool. in the head. But, no, he went on Hot Ones and, um, like, <laughs> was fine the entire show and then apparently spent the next six hours, like, shitting and vomiting in the bathroom. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Poor dude, man. Honestly. I'd do the same exact thing. I wouldn't make it past the fourth wing. I am. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, DJ Khaled, like, tapped out for, like, three that's pussy shit like you gotta I, the thing is i'd make it to the end but i just would not be coherent anymore yeah fair like i just i'd enter flow state and just become an absolute flesh sock I'm just sitting there uh, anyways <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode uh we look forward to hearing what no not here uh say me no 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 i'm not uh we look forward to what are we looking forward to uh, in person, so we can make great yes. content yeah, regularly and really without interruption. <laughs> we, are, we are very much looking to- forward to in person, so thank you guys for sticking with the, the shittiness of online. <laughs> um, but we look forward to being in person and, and making some higher quality stuff. But yeah, anything else, Oscar? Anything else to add? Um, follow Twitter, fucking TikTok. Uh, By the way, the TikTok might be taking a break. It is finals week for me. Um, true oh. we did have some oh and shout out shout out to the 10k 10k people who watched the last one uh, yeah true that was big uh, still on 30 followers but that's okay <laughs> follow the twitch and youtube soon youtube youtube we're not doing YouTube, twitch not there. twitch mixer um yeah. okay, wait, let's stop plugging all right yeah and in, in classic bobbert fashion uh say stinky my brethren what okay word <laughs> <laughs> just have to make some shit <laughs> right, goodbye